Your risk tolerance can keep you up at night or make you sleep like a baby. Hey guys, super nice to have you here with me again. I'm Eric Powers with Sky Blue Wealth, coming to you with another episode to help you plan for a better retirement. We're gonna get into the show in a moment, but first, please hit that follow button. It'll make my producer very happy. All right, today let's dig into something called risk tolerance. Now, in the investing world, there are tons of terms and phrases related to risk, but risk tolerance simply refers to how much risk you can tolerate in your retirement plans as an investor, and all the factors that can make you willing to take on riskier investments or to play it safer. Believe me, it's not as simple as sticking with one level of risk for your entire life. Why? Well, you may think you can only lose if you invest in riskier types of financial vehicles. Not true. There are losses associated with being safe, too. They just don't get the same press as losses associated with the stocks that crash. There are losses associated with being safe, too. They just don't get the same press as losses associated with stocks that crash, like WorldCom, for example, years ago. Or when folks get ripped off by that weasel Bernie Madoff. No offense to weasels, of course. Anyway, let's dive into saving losses due to both risky investments and super safe tactics, and the variables that can sway your risk tolerance as you move along in life. As of 2021, one study showed that the median balance of retirement accounts is $65,000, but 38% of Americans say they can't save any money because their expenses are too high. That means taking on too much debt or living above your means, which is very risky because it can keep you from investing. You have to rob Peter to pay Paul, and crime doesn't pay, even when you rob your future self. It's crucial to cut expenses and increase income while you're young so that you can take advantage of all of the years ahead of you and let investment compound for your benefit. And if you're young, generally your risk tolerance for investing is higher than folks in their late 40s or 50s because you have time to make some missteps, but please learn from them. And you won't be withdrawing funds anytime soon, so there's no pressure to protect your savings from taking a modest hit that would hurt somebody who's about to retire. That's why many people in their 30s will choose to invest more heavily in stocks than in riskless securities. Just know the risks of stocks before you go all in, even as a young investor. Stock prices can go up in a hurry and for various reasons. And if you're just starting to learn about the stock market, you may even get some harsh lessons. Stock prices can nosedive due to a news headline. The news may be nothing substantial, but it's perceived as something, and that's all that counts. If a small startup CEO sends out a dumb tweet, that could be enough to hurt the stock, at least for the moment. As my buddy says, what good can come out of these folks letting their every thought ooze onto Twitter? Besides negative news, there's the risk of interest rates rising, which can cause a company to struggle if they need financing. And this may keep their stock low or start a free fall in price. Rates can rise when the threat of inflation comes into play too. And depending on when you're listening to this, you're well aware. Now you may not know, but stocks can plummet due to bad forecasts too. Especially when new technology comes along that makes old processes obsolete. You wouldn't have wanted stock in the yellow cab company when Uber had just taken off, right? Those are just a few factors to remember about your risk tolerance when it comes to investing in stocks. Your age is a big factor, but as you can tell, there's a lot of other factors that are outside of your control. 
By the way, Americans age 45 to 54 have $100,000 in household retirement savings, which is based on the median. Moving on to something that people may not consider. Folks with deeper pockets can be more aggressive in their investing. They can tolerate more risk even later in life if they have lots of eggs in lots of baskets. They may have a healthy pension ready and waiting, which is as rare as spotting a woolly mammoth these days, or they could have several rental properties that provide all the income they need now and into the future when they are retired. Or it can be as simple as them being in the top 10% of wage earners in the US. Lots of money coming in each week from your job can make you more risk tolerant, more willing to go for faster growth in your retirement accounts. But please be careful with this one. Jobs end, even those you think are a lock. I knew a guy back in the day. He was in charge of a chemical plant in the Northeast. He'd been a plant manager for years. But when that company moved abroad, he was out on the street. He was unemployed for many months because he couldn't find a comparable position that paid anywhere close to the one he'd built his life around. And guess what? He never did find such a job that paid as much. And that was roughly 20 years ago. That type of income decrease will make you real in the level of risk that you're willing to take. Because you become afraid you'll run out of money. Not in retirement, but in the very near future due to a reduced salary not being enough to handle your expenses. By the way, if you're curious how much top earners make in the U.S., here are some numbers from 2018. To be in the top 10% of earners, you need to make about $158,000 a year. In order to be in the top five, you need to be at around $309,000 per year. But remember, cost of living plays a big role. So if you live in California, their top 10%ers make $295,000 versus South Carolina's top 10% group that earns $198,000 per year. But South Carolina folks pay less in property tax, less at the pump, less for Starbucks, etc. So cost of living factors into how you invest and how conservative or aggressive you are with your investments. All right, guys, what other things come into play with your risk tolerance? Well, consider this. Do you think you could flip houses successfully or buy and sell used cars and turn a profit? The answer depends on if you know a two by four from a shingle or a transmission from a blinker. Have you ever heard the one about refilling your blinker fluid? If you have deeper knowledge, you could flip houses or automobiles. The same goes for investing. If you know more about stocks or high growth funds, then you'll be more open to investing more aggressively because of the deeper knowledge that you have. I don't invest in NFTs or collector sneakers, even as a hobby. And why? Well, for one, because my wife won't give me the extra closet space and I don't research these things. Why would I invest in them? Savvy investors who take pride in knowing the daily workings of the stock market are fine with an aggressive approach and their risk tolerance can be higher than average. Not to mention many of these folks enjoy learning about new stocks. So that keeps them curious. So they dive a little deeper and deeper and keep up with the endless details of the stock market. No different really than a baseball junkie looking at stats like he owns the team or something. Bottom line is the average investor is not interested in being an expert in the markets, so they are more inclined to be conservative or moderate in their risk tolerance. See, it's a mix of all of these factors, guys. Your age, your income, your knowledge, and even more. So let's take a look at those. Your goals can impact your risk tolerance. Uncle Ted might be content retiring and playing golf in his tiny town for the next 24 years. He can probably manage that without drawing big chunks from his savings. 
he may be fine with less aggressive investing, especially as he gets closer to 60 and older. But Uncle Larry may be planning to visit Paris, London, and nowhere Georgia to see that big giant ball of yarn. Traveling goals will cost more and will require a bigger nest egg, and that's fine, as long as you clearly outline your goals sooner rather than later. If you want to see the world in your late 50s and 60s, then make a plan right now so that you can make it happen. And don't deprive yourself of the smaller adventures along the way, of course. Set long-term goals and short-term ones while laying out action steps to ensure you reach those goals. One note on goals. They are proven to happen for folks who are more specific about their goals. So write them down and go over them often. Now, part of your plan will require you to assess your risk tolerance based on your goals. Just because you want to see Europe doesn't mean you can roll the dice like a riverboat gambler on attractive stocks. It simply means you have to be realistic about how much you can grow your savings. Because as I mentioned at the top of the show, you can lose money by being too conservative. And how is that? Well, for one, inflation can eat up your savings growth. If you stick to the safest investments like CDs, money market accounts, or bonds, their value is pretty certain to increase. But will it be enough to overcome the rising cost of inflation? That's the big question. Look, if you've ever watched a football game with a team down by a couple scores, but they keep playing too conservatively, it drives you crazy, right? Or a UFC fighter who is clearly behind on points, but only throws five punches per round anyway. You know the result. They're gonna lose. To see powerful growth in your investments, you do have to be willing to put yourself out there a bit, not on a limb, but in a position that gives you the potential to grow your assets in a way that can combat inflation. To see powerful growth in your investments, you do have to be willing to put yourself out there a bit. Not on a limb, but in a position that gives you the potential to grow your assets in a way that can combat inflation, the cost of living, and unforeseen expenses for the future, medical issues being an example. I can't tell you where you should set your risk tolerance at. That's an individual decision, but it is helpful to get a guide to assist you in finding the sweet spot that won't keep you up at night and gives you the confidence that your retirement accounts will be sturdy enough to support you in retirement. All right, we're almost set for a recap, but one quick mention of the risks that come with funds. You may like funds because they are less risky than individual stocks, but they are of course made up of stocks. So just be aware that these funds are less volatile, but can decline in value for various different reasons, including volatility risk. One or two companies may start tanking and the whole fund will be impacted. Management risk. Management of a company needs to keep the ship headed in the right direction or else the fund connected with the company's stocks can take a hit. Liquidity risk. Investing for the long term has the greatest chance of profitability for investment, meaning you won't have that money on hand for other uses. It needs to stay in the fund so that it grows over the years. Now let's go over what we've learned about risk tolerance and then wrap things up. Age matters a ton when deciding how much risk you can handle in your retirement planning. Individual stock investing has multiple risk factors, but many high growth rewards. Balance is needed. Having a big salary, deep pockets, or maybe an inheritance coming your way can allow you to be less conservative in your investment strategy. Cost of living plays a role in how much of your paycheck, even a hefty one, you can invest and how aggressive you can be. Knowledge is power and market savvy folks are usually more comfortable with moderately aggressive to aggressive investing. Setting and reviewing financial goals will affect your risk tolerance. 
Big goals require more savings and maybe faster growth. Super conservative investing can be considered risky because of the returns you may be missing out on. Funds provide more security than individual stocks, but there are still risks involved. Knowing the risks of all the possible investments makes you a wiser investor and won't get you blindsided. Thank you so much for tuning into the show. Please share and subscribe. Shoot me any questions you still have. Hopefully you sleep better tonight now that you have a clearer idea of risk tolerance factors. The opinions voiced in this show are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which strategies or investments may be suitable for you, consult the appropriate qualified professional prior to making a decision.